the conservatoids are losing their fucking minds. Uh, we've we've uh, we've reached uh, a level of uh, just outrage and ridiculousness that I've never seen before. Uh, they're losing their minds. All the Republicans are losing their minds. So we went from in what 2016 from where like Trump people were um, wearing uh, pride flags and going and um, actually having like Trump pride flags to now they're mad about Bud Light. They're pouring out their Bud Light. And they won't fucking, they won't drink Bud Light because of the trans. The trans are being forced on me. I don't know what to do. If I drink a Bud Light, I'm going to start dressing like, like fucking trans people. And then you have, apparently, everyone's losing their fucking minds, okay? So, I've there's all these rumors. So, we went from in 2016, where everybody was cool, even on the Republican side, you had people flying pride flags at Trump events, to now where Bud Light can't have a trans person, uh sell their uh, beer and now apparently even Starbucks is taking down their pride flags uh, because they don't want to have people coming in pitching a fit over their pride flags because apparently people don't like the trans community for some reason uh, I don't I don't know what uh, has caused this but um, it uh, it just all of a sudden like you know like everybody's cool and then everyone's like no no, and now even the Cracker Barrel, even Gay Pride has come to the Cracker Barrel, and apparently they um, have their own rocking chairs they're selling with uh, in Pride colors, and people are losing their shit about that because you know, like some of these brands that you know their primary uh, customers are like fat old like geriatrics probably shouldn't you know probably shouldn't roll into the pride thing you know because like well bud light who drinks bud light a bunch of fucking shit kicking toothless assholes living in my state here in alabama and they go out and they buy bud light because it's cheap and it's it's kind of like a you know it's kind of like a faggy beer anyway to be honest with you like you know like this is me I'm Victoria Vandenberg by the way and this is biscuits buttered and you know I'm a, a homosexual and you know when I when I go buy beer I don't drink light beer because I'm not a bitch okay I'm not a bitch all right. And I know you're probably thinking, like, there's a lot of inconsistencies in this argument. So what? All right? Um, I drink full, a full beer, okay? I don't drink this light shit. I'm not watching my calories because I'm not a little faggy bitch, okay? And uh, people who drank it who were faggy bitches because I, I think most rednecks are kind of faggy, like, you know, kind of bitchy guys. That, you know, they like to go out and they like to go, you know, to the tractor and supply and get them a flannel shirt. They like to go buy them a truck that's jacked up. And, you know, then they'll go back to their house and they'll play War World of Warcraft and sip on Bud Light. 
And, you know, they never use the truck for hauling anything or doing any actual work. You know, it's just so ridiculous. These people that, I don't know, there's kind of like a cultural thing where there are people that they identify culturally as a redneck. And, uh, and you know, like, I know so many of these people that, like, they'll go out, they'll have the jacked up truck, they'll have their latest duds on that they paid, like, way too much money for it like some fancy outlaw they'll go to the rei co-op and they'll fucking buy all these fancy clothes just so they can look kind of outdoorsy and tough and then they'll you know go order a bud light and now they're all mad oh a trans person drank a bud light and now they can't even go eat at the cracker barrel after church on sunday because they're celebrating the pride oh my god it's insanity um, and I don't know, I don't know why there's just all of a sudden a huge backlash to the LGBT community. I think it might have something to do with like, you know, the pendulum, it swings, you know, it swings, you know, to the left, it swings to the right, it swings all over the place. And I think it's now like swinging back to the right. And I think that a lot of like the oversteps by uh, a lot of like well-meaning trans activists and uh, their allies is mostly their allies because uh, most trans people aren't as radical as you see like their allies being and um, so you have these people saying yeah you know once you say you're a woman you're, you're automatically a woman and you should go uh, you know be able to use the women's restroom you should be able to go play in uh uh, women's sports, you should be able to do it. Cause no one's talking about, no one's talking about women who transition to men. No one's worried about that. People are just worried about men who transition to women who are literally like six foot three and got seven inches swinging going and competing in women's sports. You know, that's what people are worried about because it's unfair to the women when they're competing in that sport and some, all of a sudden some, some, uh, a woman, a woman shows up, literally got seven inches swinging, fucking six foot three, got a wingspan of, you know, 80 inches and can jump into the pool and just gracefully, you know, get across the pool and next to nothing time. And I think a lot of people are reacting to that, but then there's also, you know, there should be rules. I'm not saying that, you know men who transition to women shouldn't be able to compete in these sports. I'm just saying there should be like, you know, a transitional kind of period where they, um, where they, you know, let, let the hormone therapy do its work for a couple of years before you jump into sports or, you know, at least, you know, make an effort to transition. Uh, but this idea that you can just say you're a woman and then therefore you get to go do anything you want, I, I don't think is right. You know, it's just like, uh, like with what JK Rowling was saying, you know, like with prisoners saying, Oh, I'm a woman. So you got to house me in a woman's prison and then going over and, you know, raping women in a because it's a dangerous person. You know, the, the story should be checked out. There should be a, a period of transition. There should actually be some effort made to transition and be a woman before you get to say you're a woman. That's just my opinion. I know it's divisive and, um, it's just, it's been a, a rough, 
a rough year for uh, the LGBT community because there's just so much, um, not necessarily anti-gay hate. It's more just geared towards trans people. And you have, you know, Kid Rock pitching a fit about his Bud Light, shooting up his Bud Light. You have, uh, I seen a, I don't know if this was real, but there was a Hershey bar that had the pronouns on it. Uh, and now you have Cracker Barrel. Everybody's getting mad about Cracker Barrel. And um, apparently Starbucks uh, is not putting up pride flags uh, because I guess they're worried. But there's no official statement on it. They're, they haven't confirmed or denied that. I would say that would be a bad decision for Starbucks because I'm almost certain that like 99.9% of their clientele are LGBTQ plus friendly community. Um, but, you know, like Bud Light, the people who drink Bud Light, are fucking redneck shit kickers, you know, uh, doing meth and drinking bad beer type people. So obviously there's a, a big backlash to that, but I don't think all these other companies have to really worry that much. Um, it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Um, and we just wanted to cover all this. There's a lot of LGBTQ hate out there. And it needs to kind of simmer down and calm down. Because, you know, you had all these people like Matt Walsh and all these uh, and crazy people that were like, oh, we're just worried about the kids. We're just worried about the kids. They're not worried about the kids. They're trying to make money. It's a grift. They're coming out. They're being against all these things and being against uh, trans people just because they're, you know, at first it was all about the kids. And now they're like, oh, now we think you sh we should just ban all, you know, trans surgeries and hormone therapies and all this. And I think that's fucking insane. I think it's fucking insane. And uh, I think that the uh, people are starting to catch on like, hey, this Matt Walsh guy, I think he's a grifter, right? I think he's a grifter. I think he's just a hater. And uh, that's uh, what led to that. Um, so uh, this is Biscuits Buttered. Uh, I don't know why I've got on the pride subject. Don't really have anything to talk about wasn't able to post a podcast last week and i do apologize for it so this is biscuits buttered with victoria vondenberg this is a podcast about anything and everything uh anything i want to talk about i'm gonna get on this microphone and talk about every week it's uh, uh a weekly podcast where uh i'm a beautiful woman in alabama and uh i'm a truck driver um you know i listen to podcasts i interact with human beings and uh, I smoke uh, Virginia Slim 100s, uh, and I pod about it. I podcast about it, people. And that, that's what you're tuning in for every week. Um, I do want to uh, speak to uh, a lot of the people that listen to the show. We do have a social media, uh, Biscuit Pod on Twitter. We have Biscuits Buttered on Facebook. Uh, I do want to give a shout-out to, I believe, Ashburn, Georgia, uh, Council Bluffs, uh, is that Council Bluffs, Iowa, maybe? Uh, Belgium, uh, we have lots of li regular listeners from those areas, and I just want to give a shout out to them and thank them and apologize for not uh, putting up a podcast last week. Uh, we have listeners all over the country, Boardman, Burdett, Portland, Santa Rosa, Kensington, UK. We're getting a lot more UK and like Scottish and Irish listeners, I've noticed. We're, we're getting a lot of hits in like Dublin and different places. Uh, Belfast, Melbourne, France, Spain, Ghana, Germany, Kenya, uh, 
uh, Melbourne, just Jakarta, Burdett, Portland. We're getting hits all over the place, and that, that's a good thing. I'm glad that um, uh, people are actually uh, listening to the podcast, even if they're only listening for a second and turning it off because I'm kind of an annoying human being. Um, so, uh, yeah, just uh, tell your friends about the podcast and uh, try to... Um, to get um, to get them all to um, listen uh, on a weekly basis. So um, thank you for that. And uh, I might try to record another podcast for the end of the week to make up for the missed podcast last week. It's been a weird time. I've been trying to uh, switch jobs, and uh, I got notification last week that. Uh, an employer, it's the same employer that I work for, but they requested my information, uh, Macon, Georgia requested my information. So, uh, hopefully, uh, they will offer me a job and I will move to Macon, Georgia out of this hellhole. I would really love to be, uh, an hour away from, it was like an hour and 15 minutes away from Atlanta, two and a half hours from Savannah and the beach and all that. I think that'd be a lovely place. You know, Macon's uh, got cheap cost of living. I can actually afford a house there. Unlike this, uh, unlike this boomer hellhole I live in right now, it's um, it's a what I call a boomer hellhole. And what I mean by that is you have all these people who are making like a hundred k plus a year, rich as fuck off government contracts, and they're pushing all the housing prices up. Everything's expensive. We only get like kind of corporate restaurants and, you know, things to do here. And it's just kind of like boomer hell. And I, I want to live in a cheap place with local mom and pop restaurants. And I don't want to be subjected to all this crazy boomerism up here uh, in this city that I will not name because I don't want to advertise it because it'll just make more people move here and uh make it even more expensive you know to buy to buy like a gutted house in this city that i'm currently speaking about it's gonna run you like 200 300 grand for a gutted house i mean it's fucking ridiculous um so there's lots of ridiculous stuff going on you can tell my my heart's really not into the podcast today i actually did record a podcast last week but i um had some issues like so uh i said some things in the podcast that i wanted to edit out and then when i went to edit them out i couldn't get them edited out because um of the program that i usually use was being weird so i never got it uploaded so i apologize for that uh, again but um there is something I did want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about tranny. T- Where does the whole podcast is going to be about trannies today? The whole pot. We're just going to do the whole podcast on trannies. And one thing I wanted to get to is tranny titties on the White House lawn. Um, and people are pissed. You know, Biden's pissed. The White House is pissed because uh, a transgender activist went to. Um, went to a Pride event at the White House and decided just to lift up her shirt and show her titties. 
And I was actually surprised because whoever did her titties, um, or I guess they grow their titties. I don't fucking know. I don't know these things. Uh, but they, they had to be in fake titties because it was like a perfect pair of tits, right? And I, I was actually really surprised uh, at this tranny. I don't know why I'm calling her a tranny. Uh, uh, transgender person. Uh, I'm the only transgender that matters. Okay, so uh, she got on the White House lawn. She fucking lifts up her shirt and she shows her perfect pair of breasts because uh, they were perfect. And um, she's very uh, uh, passing, I would say. You know, you, you wouldn't know unless she told you. I was, I, you know, when I seen her tits, I was like, are you sure you're you're tran- transgender? Because you you look you look authentic. Well, anyway, so Biden and the White House is all pissed off about this uh, this lady showing her tits on the White House lawn, and I'm just like, you know, get over it, get over it. Pride. This is what pride has been since the very beginning. This is what pride has been. It has been a a place of uh, merriment and cheer. Okay. It's a, it's a party. It's a fiesta. It's everything you can think of. Uh, you're supposed to get naked, show your dick, show your tits, run around, paint your face, uh, wear a feather boa. There's no other reason to ever wear a feather boa other than pride with nothing under it. All right. And this is the thing that really drives me crazy is that the White House was like all, you know, clutching their pearls like, oh, my God, this bitch showed her fucking tits on the White House lawn. It's like, what do you expect? It's pride. This is what we do at pride. We get naked and we fuck like our whole identity is about getting naked and fucking and have the right to fuck. You know, instead of like the gay rights movement, they should just call it the right to fuck movement. Okay. Because that's what it's about, and I'm tired of the White House being so, like... Because here's the thing about um, the White House and the Biden administration. You're going to be criticized no matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you do. You're going to be criticized. So you might as well have the trannies... On the fucking White House lawn. Invite the lot lizards. Invite the lot lizards on the White House lawn and just have them fucking just offering blowjobs for like five bucks on the White House lawn. Okay? Because no matter what you do, you're going to get criticized. It just it just is what it is. Um, and my, you better have them focusing on the titties, the, the trans titties on the White House lawn Instead of, you know, like, I don't know, Ukraine and, you know, your son, uh, your crackhead son fucking making all kinds of huge deals around the country that is possibly putting money in your pocket. I don't know. Maybe that's a better distraction. Um, so I, I really was upset with the White House about this. And um, I uh, was like, what, what are you doing? Just, just fucking... Go with it. Just, just let it, just let it be. Just let it be. It's not, you know, it's not something you should worry about. Okay. So I think, if anything, the Biden administration should apologize to the trans community. Um, 
So, I watched a movie last night, and it actually was a really, it's a bad movie, but it's also a good movie. And I know that doesn't really make any sense, but uh, it does to me. So, this movie was called Dollyland, and it had Sir Ben Kingsley as Salvador Dolly. And it had, uh, what's that guy's name that plays the Flash that's like uh, a creep? Um, well, I forgot the guy who plays the Flash. But anyway, you know, the guy that like, you know, goes and lives in Vermont with like abducted women. I don't know. There's all kinds of, I've always thought he was gay, but apparently he's, he loves this uh, genderqueer fat Indian woman uh, that he ran off to Vermont with and everyone accused him of kidnapping her. Uh, well, anyway, he plays a young Salvador Dali in the movie. And then Ben Kingsley plays the old Salvador Dali. And this movie is like really bad. And ever, even Ben Kingsley's kind of like not really, he's just kind of showing up like, hey, I'm Dali. No, no one's really giving an effort in this movie. But I would tell you to watch it because of all the fucked up shit that happens. You know, like there's scenes where like, dollies you know at a dinner table like you know fucking like just saying all kinds of crazy shit and then there's scenes where he's like jerking off watching people fuck and it's just you you continually watch it me and Bert's chili was watching this and we kept watching because we were like this is a horrible movie but it is entertaining us and we can't stop watching it and that's all i can tell you about it really is if you want to see Ben Kingsley jerking off to a threesome. Um, this is the movie for you. And then the lady that plays his wife, I don't know who exactly it was. At first, I thought it was Amy Sedaris, but it was apparently some other, apparently some other actress. Um, they should have got Amy Sedaris, in my opinion. A much better actress. So watch Dolly Land for uh, a treat, because sometimes... Bad movies are good movies. They're highly entertaining, so why not? Uh, what what else was I going to get to today? There's so much shit that um, I want to talk about. RFK Jr. RFK Jr., he's in the news. He's doing interviews. And one thing that I'll... Look, I don't agree with RFK Jr. about much of anything... I think that he's like kind of crazy actually, especially with the vaccine stuff. But I do like the way he's running his campaign because he'll go out and do interviews and it's like, there's no kind of like this podcast. There is no thought or preparation put into it whatsoever. He's just literally trying to form his thoughts in the moment to all these questions, right? And that's kind of what I love about his campaign is like he's sitting here waffling and making decisions and thinking things through like as people interview him. It's like, you know, most candidates would already had like a talking point, uh, something that they spit out uh, when they, um, you know, that's the thing. Like interviews are kind of have been over the years. Interviews have been made useless because you have candidates like Hillary Clinton and you know, all these other people that like, they've just rehearsed these lines that they spit out when they go on the news or going, and it's like, God damn, I, I could have done without this. Cause I already knew what you were going to say. And, um, 
that's one great thing about uh, RFK Jr. Um, is that he at least kind of um, seems more authentic than most candidates, I guess I'd say. Uh, so that, 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 that's one good thing. And one day I think maybe we'll make a movie uh, about RFK Jr. Because they'll probably kill him because he's probably going to get up. First off, they're trying not to have debates so they can avoid him. But he's got like 20-something percent. So it's like, you got to have a debate, right? But they're trying to shut it down because they know Biden is like a decrepit corpse that can't talk right, much like myself. I can't vault him too much. Um, but I think when they make the movie, because, you know, he's definitely probably going to be killed. Uh, he's probably going to be uh, killed uh, like his uh, other family members. Uh, I think Michael J. Fox should play him in the movie. That's what that's all I'm saying. You know, I think Michael J. Fox will be able to get that weird crackly voice down and the shaking and all that. I think Michael J. Fox will be able to play him pretty well. Uh, and which he claims his uh, weird voice and his just weirdness as a person is because he got vaccinated as a child, which I just think is so stupid. Just so absolutely stupid. And I've always wondered, um, you know, is it all in his head? Is his voice being like that? And is all the stuff that's going on with him, like just all in his head, just a figment of his imagination? I don't know, you know. Um, or is there an actual condition that causes his voice and his demeanor to be like that? I don't, you know, I have no clue. I have no clue. Uh, I also... Sorry, I need a swig of tea. I know this is uh, going all over the place today. Back and forth and all over. But I didn't even think I'd have time for a podcast today. But I'm trying to fit one in before I have to go pick something up. Um, I told you that, you know, Making Georgia requested my records... Uh, for me to potentially move down there. But also, uh, I put in an application in a couple of different places, and uh, I'm supposed to, I asked somebody, I'm supposed to get word on what's up with my other applications because I didn't really want to move that far away. I wanted to move to Birmingham or Montgomery maybe. Um, but uh, I will whoever offers me the job first, I'm definitely moving and getting out of this fucking state because I would love to be a short drive from Atlanta. It would be so nice to just be like, Oh, it's my day off. Let's go to Atlanta. Let's go to Atlanta and just fucking, I don't know, go to little five points, go, uh, buy some mushrooms off of a random stranger. I don't know if I've told that story on this podcast, uh, that I was in little five points once and a guy came up to me and asked me like, Hey, do you want a mushroom pizza? You looking for a mushroom pizza? And I'm just like, what, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? What? You know, cause I'm not into the, like the whole drug culture thing. It didn't really dawn on me at the time. I'm like, no, I think I'm good. I don't think I, need a mushroom pizza sold on the side of the street outside of variety playhouse no i don't i don't think i need that 
in my life. And then I realized later, like, oh, that young man was talking about, I believe, drugs. I believe he was talking about drugs. And uh, I've had a lot of wonderful moments like that anytime I go there because I'm so, you know, like, I like beer. I like beer. I can't really do drugs because uh, I get drug tested, but I probably would if I didn't. Um, had a lot of wonderful moments. One time I, one time a homeless lady came up to me in little five points. This is a funny story. And uh, Burt's Chili called me out on this. She was like, ah, you know, I need some money. I'm a homeless person. Uh, sounds like the start of a Norm McDonald joke, but it's not. Ah, I'm a homeless person. Give me a quarter. You know, like, it's, I swear this is not a Norm McDonald joke. Uh, but no, this really happened. A lady came up to me and I was like, you know what? You're in luck. Cause I got a bunch of Sacagaweas in my pocket. And I, I threw her like a couple of bucks of the Sacagawea coins and, uh, and, uh, Birch Chili looked at me and he was like, you just told a homeless person that they're in luck and then gave them $3 in Sacagawea coins. And I'm like, damn right. I did. <laughs> you goddamn right. I did. And she should have been grateful for those Sacagawea coins because normally I don't, normally I ignore people. I was in a good mood that day. Um, how did this go all over the place? Anyway, I love Atlanta. That's all I'm trying to say. It's a fun place with a lot. The, one thing you got to realize about Atlanta is, um, you know, if you're in San Francisco, for God's sakes, don't interact with the homeless. But when you're in Atlanta, uh, allow the homeless to be your guide, okay? You, you shouldn't look at them um, in a negative way in Atlanta. They're more like old, wizened scribes, old, wizened oracles, uh, mystical, uh, uh, I don't know, kind of mystical gypsy Wiccan uh, uh, elves that uh, can help you with almost anything you need. And, and I, I learned this over years of visiting the city there. Um, you can go and let's say, for example, you need, um, let's say, for example, you don't know where to park. Ask a homeless person. Because a lot of times, sometimes they'll just come up to you. Uh, I've had, like anytime I find, having trouble finding a parking space and, you know, I've had homeless people run up to me like, hey, I know where free parking is. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'll show you. Just run around here. And actually found me a free parking space. And, uh, you know, I threw him a couple bucks. I'm like, here, man. It's like, fuck. I didn't know this was here because it's so rare, you know, uh, in Atlanta that you would find it. And uh, I actually gave him my leftovers from the restaurant, too, that uh, I probably didn't want them, but I gave them to him anyway. Um, and then, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're like, uh, you know, like one day we were at, uh, New Year's Eve there where they dropped the, uh, I believe they drop a peach in Atlanta. And I remember there was this little young homeless person climbing a fence and I was like, Hey man, what are you doing? You're going to fucking like, cause it was high up. It was like on a bridge and he's like, there's a path here to get back to the parking deck. And I'm like, huh? And he had a quicker way to get down to where we needed to be and i'm like fuck and that's why i need y'all need to the homeless are different in atlanta they're different okay they're noble they're like a class 
of their they're kind of like the druids okay when you go to atlanta look at the homeless people like the druids they live on the streets they know where everything's at uh they know how to get stuff for cheap or free they know how to get around they know what to do they're on the ground they have all this knowledge that they pass on through an oral tradition uh and to ignore that to not value that is a huge mistake that you should never make okay so uh don't know how i got started on that rant but um hopefully i will hear something from making georgia that way i can uh spend my off days in atlanta going to concerts and uh partying with raul at uh, whatever uh, gay bar I want to go to. and uh, um, But we also have other applications for other places in that we might hear from first. I don't know. Because they requested the safety records and then um, we never heard anything. Uh, we never heard anything uh, after that. It's been about a week. So I don't know. Maybe they're just slow. Because where I work is slow as fuck. I mean, it took months to get me hired in. So might take months to move to a different facility um whistling whistling okay i the other night i got off work and i was like i gotta go buy walmart and get all this shit for myself right sorry i need more tea um went to walmart and I go in the grocery section. This motherfucker is whistling. And I'm talking about, it's like, this whistling's on another level. It's like loud. And it's, and he does this whistling, I swear to God, for the whole time I'm shopping, there's like 30 minutes of this, of this fucking asshole whistling. And I've never in my life, I've never wanted to commit a mass shooting. I've never wanted to commit a mass shooting. But in that moment, I wanted to blow this fucking guy's brains out. Because he just kept on and kept on. And then he came to the self-check, which I'm already annoyed that I'm having to do my own self-check. And this motherfucker's like, you know, I, I'm not a good whistler, so I can't whistle. But, but he's literally just going to town whistling. And we're all like, dude, don't you see there's other people around you? This is like noise pollution. And that's why I want to propose a law that you can't whistle in public. Like if, if I was anyone in power that night, I would have literally passed a goddamn law to stop. You know how there's weird laws on the books, like especially in the South, there's all these weird laws on the books, like can't wear can't wear uh, shoes without socks in public, you know, just dumb, dumb shit like that. You know, I would pass a law where you can't whistle in public because this guy is a public menace. He's a public menace and he should be tarred and feathered and publicly executed in an embarrassing way too. Like he should be stripped naked and they should tar him from top to bottom. And then like, somebody calling
So I've been waiting on a phone call. I've been waiting on a phone call. And, but I keep getting these fucking like Medicare fucking calls like that are like a recording like, this is Sarah from blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, and I'm like, are you recording? And she's like, no, of course, you know, it's like, fuck you, bitch. Like, go away. I, I don't have time for this, you fucking cocksucking cunt. It's like, what was I even talking about? Well, anyway, we're going to ban whistling. And we're also going to ban telemarketers. But, you know, the weird thing about this country, I'm going to go on a rant about this country. Right after we ban whistling. You know, it used to, the Congress would at least pretend like that they were doing stuff for people. And, um, you know, one thing I think that really needs to be reeled in is all these weird telemarketing calls I constantly get. But nobody's doing nothing on it. They're just constantly, like, fighting over, oh, we got to negotiate the debt ceiling. Even though we don't. Even though we don't. We got to do all this shit that is completely useless. That way, you know, we can't do anything for, we can't do anything for actual citizens, like raise the minimum wage. Okay, I'll try not to get on politics too much. Um... I also watched uh, the Spider-Verse. Um, uh, Raul um, drags me to a lot of really bad movies. So I, I've seen Transformers. I've seen the Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse, I just couldn't connect with it. Uh, I thought the animation was amazing. I thought they did a really good job with that. Like, it's really trippy and amazing animation. Uh, but I couldn't really relate with the movie too much. It just didn't, there were, it had its moments that I liked, you know, with the different kinds of Spider-Mans and things like that, that I thought was interesting. But, but I don't know, the fans are like way different than me because I'm not joking. At the end of this movie, people stood up and applauded for like five minutes at the end of this movie. And I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I just stood up and I'm like, I don't get it. People... You, you liked it? You liked it, people? And um, I don't know. Like, to me, it was kind of like the characters were kind of bland and boring, and I couldn't get into them. And I just didn't view it as that great a movie. I mean, it had its moments, but I don't know. I, I was ready for it to end. <laughs> I was ready for it to end. Uh, also, for some reason last week, I watched a, a, an old movie called Falling Down, and um, I really relate with this movie. I feel like I am the character in this movie, because, you know, the movie starts out, he's like stuck in traffic, which I'm stuck in traffic every day, and he gets out, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm just, I'm just going to leave my car and walk off. I'm just going to leave my car and walk off. And then he like, he goes through all these like shitty neighborhoods, and LA meeting all these people and he just like he he just loses it he just snaps and starts you know like fucking with a grocer and um then like uh pulling a gun on gang members and he just snaps and loses it and starts killing people and then Robert Duvall of all people who is uh I think immortal I think Robert Duvall's immortal now because, um, I don't know, he just, he's like, has to be like 100 years old now. He's been in like every movie since 19, 1820. And uh, 
he eventually takes down Michael Douglas. And y'all all know, I love a good, a good Michael Douglas movie. And this is a weird Michael Douglas movie because he's not playing like kind of a, you know, in this movie, he's not playing like an upper class, classy guy that's solving a mystery or a murder. He's like, he's like just a fucking crazy uh, guy who um, just loses it. He had a bad marriage and had a bad marriage and, you know, had to sit in traffic and the traffic made him lose it. You know, it's kind of like Billy Joel's uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. You know, like the crescendo of the song is the Coca-Cola Wars. It's like, blah, 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 Coca-Cola Wars, I can't take it anymore. And you're like, wait, wait, that's the crescendo? You're losing your shit over the Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola Wars? That's it, Billy Joel? That's what you're going to lose your shit about? And just like in this movie, he's just like in traffic. That's how he loses it. He's like, I'm just going to fucking leave my car on the fucking highway. I can't take it no more. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's what you lost your shit about. All right. And um, great movie. Highly suggest you see it. Um, That, that. You know, Robert Duvall's a cop and it's his last day and he just wants to fucking retire. But he can't because he's got to catch this one fucking guy before he goes out. He's got to catch this one fucking guy. Alright, so the last thing I want to talk about today let me uh, take a drag off my cig and uh, take a sip of uh, sweet tea. Alright. This is the last thing I want to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about UFOs. So about a week ago, and I, I did want to talk about this last week, but I just didn't get to it. There was a, a UFO hoax last week where a guy, well, it wasn't it, the, the news article about it was last week. And um, I think it happened back in April, actually. Well, anyway, a police officer seen something falling out of the sky in Las Vegas And then this kid called the police and said that there was 10-foot aliens in his yard. One was 9-foot, one was 10-foot. And they had a spaceship in his yard. And the police actually showed up and did an investigation. And, um, you know, it got on the news and they were like, well, this has to be real because the police were involved and they believed it. And, And then we find out last week that this kid won't talk to the news anymore, won't talk to the police anymore, and has now released some YouTube channel where he's trying to like sell a fucking NFT or something or whatever cryptocurrency thing. And uh but when you look into the story, especially when he does the YouTube video that he released, there's so many holes in the fucking story. So like when he calls He's saying there's a UFO in the backyard with alien, 10-foot aliens in the backyard. And then when he released the video last week, it's him and his friends in the backyard with a video that you cannot see anything in the video. There is nothing in that video. And everyone on fucking Reddit's like going crazy like, well, oh, if you if you stop it right here, you can kind of make out a face. And it's like, no, that's nothing. That is absolutely nothing. There's nothing in the goddamn video. And they're going crazy over it. And I'm just like, there's nothing in the video. And first off, 
when he called, why wouldn't he just record, like if he can clearly see a spacecraft in his yard and he's calling the police, why is he not like recording all this from the house? Uh, I'd be recording the whole time. I mean, it's just, it's so silly. Nothing adds up. You're telling me that a spacecraft's in your backyard and you're not going to fucking like record the spacecraft with a video. There's all these people there. And then even, I, I got to give a shout out to um, George Knapp. George Knapp did terrible reporting on this because George Knapp was like, you know, everybody was reporting that, oh, the police, the, the father, all the witnesses seen it. Uh, that's what they initially reported. Well, none of that was true because when the news went there, the dad was like, the kids saw it. The kids saw it. And everything that's been released since then is just like, this is a provably false thing and it's distracting. It's distracting from something that I think is even more important, which is David Grush. Um, David Grush... Uh, worked uh, for the government uh, in one of these uh, top secret programs that were investigating uh, UAP. Um, and he has recently filed a complaint that he is being harassed uh, and that the U.S. government is concealing information from the uh the committee that's investigating all of the uh, UFO reports, Arrow and all these different things. Well, here's the thing about this that, that, that gets me like this guy is who he says he is. Uh, he is a government official and there are people uh, backing up what he's saying within the government. And it, there's legit journalists on this. Here's where it gets like, really weird and crazy and where I'm just like, I don't, I just know. Like I'm willing to believe that a probe from somewhere has made it here and landed and maybe the government got it somehow. I'm willing to believe that. But this guy is saying he's hinting. He's not even really like he's saying, Oh, all this is classified. So I can't really talk. I can only say certain things, you know? And, you know, he's hinting that there's like agreements with aliens and with the government and the aliens, that there's aliens working in the Pentagon and and that they've got alien bodies and aliens over, I think he said 12 alien spacecraft. I just find this completely, it just sounds like bullshit on its face. And uh, my gut is telling me that this guy... Um, has seen an op. I, I think that he's seen an opportunity to use the system to kind of make, maybe make some money because he, he quit his job and now he's probably going to be out there doing, I, I'm assuming he's going to start doing podcasts and maybe, so he's going to make money off of it somehow. But, but here's the thing. They're saying that he could be under penalty of perjury and actually get in trouble for lying. Uh, during all this. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to believe on this. Cause they're saying that 
he went through the whistleblower process, and if it turns out that he's lying, he could get into a bunch of shit. And so we're just going to have to wait and see. The, the claims are just insane on their face, and I just tend not to believe them. Um, we're going to see where all this goes, because here's the thing. Okay, let, let's say what he's saying is true, which I, I seriously doubt. He apparently provided documents to somebody to prove it. But we have none of the evidence, and they're going to have a UFO hearing to sort through all this. But I would tell people to cool their horses, because what he's saying, there's no way what he's saying is true. I mean, there's just 99, there's just no, there's just no possible way what he's saying is true. I'm willing to believe that we've got some kind of materials or something. I'm willing to believe that. I'm willing to go that far, but the other stuff that he's hinting at and alluding to, I'm just like, this guy's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But here's the thing. We've got a situation where, okay, maybe this guy's lost his fucking mind, and maybe there's a lot of other people who are supporting his claims, supposedly, uh, that have lost their minds. Or there is a coordinated campaign by the government to make the United States citizenry believe in UFOs. I think this is most likely the case. I think that there is a coordinated attempt to make people believe in UFOs and extraterrestrial life. I believe, I believe in extraterrestrial life, but that it's visiting here and that it's dangerous. Um, and I think they're doing this to expand the military industrial complex. This is my conspiracy theory. Um, this is just what I believe now. Because, you know, there is, uh, you know, you have the Space Command, you have the Space Force. What is that for? No one's really ever been clear on what that's for. Like, what does it do? What was it supposed to be protecting from? You know, and my opinion is they started the Space Force and the Space Command. And they're now trying to make the citizenry believe in UFOs. That way they can spend more money on the military industrial complex. That that's my fundamental belief. I think that's the most likely scenario that's going on here because David Grush's claims are just so outlandish that in comparison to what I just said, it doesn't seem like what I just said is way less outlandish and crazy than what David Grush says. So I'm going to choose to believe what I just said. Okay. That's all. That's all I can really say. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm going to wrap up the podcast today. I'm going to try to do one before the end of the week again. Um, my advice of the week, my advice of the week is, um, Be skeptical. Be skeptical of all claims. Be skeptical of people and their agendas. You know, everyone has an agenda. Everyone, everyone, don't don't believe that people are out there looking out for your best interest, okay? And somehow you've got to be skeptical and uh, look out for yourself first. And, um, but then also, you know, kind of guide your life morally and ethically all the same. You know, not, don't, don't just go crazy with it, you know, try to at least be civil with it, but just know that, you know, be skeptical of everything you hear because there might be an agenda that you don't know about. 
You know, it's just like at my work. I've got a, a worker who's helping me contact people for my new job. And I realized the only reason they're helping me contact uh, this these people that I need to contact about moving to a different facility is because they want to get rid of me. That way they can, uh, uh, there'll be one less person ahead of them in seniority. <laughs> Cause you know, on his face, it's like, Oh, they're selflessly helping me, uh, uh, move to a different facility. It's like, no, they're not. They're going to move up in seniority because they're helping me. And that's just an example of uh, something. So that's my advice of the week. Uh, be skeptical. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind to all possibilities, but also be skeptical and critical. And use your brain, people. Use your brain. Uh, I'm going to try to record another podcast Friday. I uh, just wanted to get this one out today. And um, I love you all. Uh, hit me up on the social medias, and uh, we'll try to record one on Friday. All right. Thank you. Uh, have a great week. Um, uh, don't don't really know what to say. Um, um, Henry Kissinger's still alive. Don't know why I just mentioned that, but Henry Kissinger's still alive. All right. A lot of people are dying right now, but Henry Kissinger is still alive. So have faith that, uh, the world will continue on, I guess. All right, have a good one.